We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. To talk about the uh, the Celtics game last night, uh, hopefully Grant Williams is an emotionally safe space after, I'm assuming, being ripped for all 24 hours uh, since the, the, the Cavs win over Boston. Uh, and also... This Lamar stuff as well. Uh, we're going to go out to the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. You know him from the Gresh and Farrier Show on WEEI in Boston. The great Andy Gresh joins us now. Andy, welcome to the show. Uh, how are you, gents? Uh, things are well. Let's put it that way. And a much better, uh, a much better intro than whenever I uh, go on with that duplicitous Ken Carmen in the morning. Why, now, why are you going on with Kenny? Just come on with us. Yeah, can I tell you, really? And I tell him this all the time. Uh, he probably sucks he, up to you. Uh, and uh, listen, it, he is disgracing fat people everywhere. And I love him, but he's a large one like me. You do not wear an undershirt on television underneath your collared shirt. And now that he's half a TV star, he continues to go out there more like Boss Hog. And he's got the T-shirt underneath a button collared shirt. You cannot do that kind of stuff. That's like the stuff that Damon Amendolara does on those uh, top 50 uh, NFL players in uh, in history or whatever <laughs> that they show on loop during Super Bowl week. Like, clean it up, will you, Ken? And I've told him, I've told him, it's just embarrassing that there he is right there, and then there's the T-shirt popping up underneath. I, listen, I don't disagree with you at all, and I think you're 100% dead on. Also, maybe my partner, my new partner on the show, could use a little bit of a tip yeah, here for me Yeah, real quick here, Andy, because I'm a, a fellow uh, uh, a chubber uh, like the rest of you. Um, I would just like to point out that at least he doesn't commit the cardinal fat guy sin of wearing a shirt that doesn't cover your full gut. Can we at least admit that that's the cardinal sin? That's the unforgivable one. No question that if you're a Larjo and you got some and you got some hangover, you got to cover that thing up. No doubt, you can't have like the reverse plumber's crack working. Absolutely <laughs> not. It's bad enough that for large people, they might have their ass on backwards anyway, and the front is bigger than the back. So you're right. You got to cover everything up. Andy, I actually want to get to the Lamar stuff first because we had Albert Breer on uh, last week, and he had kind of mentioned the Dolphins as kind of a sneaky pursuer of Lamar Jackson. How would Lamar Jackson going to Miami change your thoughts on the AFC East and the Patriots' ability to contend for, for another title with Belichick? It is fascinating for us in New England because there were a lot of us here operating throughout the season that Tom Brady was going there next year. So at least for us in New England, 
no one has even thought about, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson going anywhere other than either Baltimore or a team that would have been in the top 10 of the draft who would have maybe need to make a big splash or something like that. So for us, we've really been Brady centric focused. And now I think for Patriots fans, at least here in New England, man, you got to wake up to the fact that Aaron Rodgers might be in this division. If he goes to the Jets now, fire beware, do business with that guy as you want to. He feels like a, a snake oil salesman. But things can flip real quick, not only on New England, but really anybody in the uh, really any in the AFC. I mean, think about where Pittsburgh was two years ago, and now look at them. And I'm not denigrating Kenny Pickett or anything, but look at how the division can just turn on you like that from the quarterback spot. So, is there a spot? for Lamar that you think makes the most sense now because apparently Atlanta has already been ruled out according to a report by Diana Rossini yeah if I were Atlanta man I would I would do a lot I mean look at look at not only what Matt Ryan did for that city look at how Michael Vick changed the fortunes of those franchises and I know for a lot of people it's still icky to kind of talk about him but if you're Atlanta you can have such a massive impact if you bring someone in at that spot, I'll be honest with you. I don't know where you guys are at. I, I, it, Baltimore, at least for a year, I really, I don't, I don't think they're going to let him go. And I don't care about what tag they use. Quite honestly, what? Look, if I'm Baltimore, I put the tag on him for thirty-three million and allow him to go and negotiate. Have him bring a deal back, and at worst, I'm going to get at least two first-round picks. There's been talk of the whole exclusive. Listen, if you're just going to exclusive tag the guy, then give him, you know, five years at $40 million per year guaranteed, guaranteed $200 million and see if you can make it work in the end. I still think, he's, I still think Lamar Jackson ends up in, uh, in Baltimore, and I don't, I don't poo-poo this whole, you know, Tom Brady might want to come back. I've been hearing all the stuff about the Dolphins for such a long period of time. Where there's smoke, there's got to be some fire tweet this morning um the rumors out there on social media about you know tom maybe going to miami and and then he comes back and he tweets that he doesn't want to go there and or he's not going to go there because he's got a two-month-old cat now um oh yeah yeah i mean that's uh, yeah right i mean what you're in boston what's going on (laughs) i wish i knew with this guy i felt like as a fan and somebody who covered him and you know, he had, I wrote this stupid book of lists, right? And even Brady kind of like helped with that or whatever. And I feel like the further the guys moved away from New England, the less I kind of know about this cat or can figure him out. And there's going to be the lure of another team. And look, I don't know what you guys had heard, the whole, you know, ownership that led to the Flores thing. And, you know, the owner down there is the one that's really got googly eyes for Tom Brady. And maybe they give him a piece of ownership. I think if somebody comes hard at Brady, it might be hard for that guy to say no for one more year because it's not like he can't do it, you know? And, like, there are few guys that are like Barry Sanders. Remember when Barry Sanders and Ty were all like, what the hell, what? Like, this guy's walking away now. He's got so much game left. It's not that Brady doesn't know he's at the end of the line, but for him, I'm sure he still thinks, he can play, he can throw 30 touchdowns and 12 interceptions and be with a team that can run the ball and still be uh, and still be functional. But look, 
at the end of the day, you know, does that owner in Miami really want to make a run at it and be the one to kind of go there with a player when it comes to you will get a piece of the franchise? Every NFL player should want that. I don't know if Tom Brady or the ownership groups necessarily going to let either side kind of go down that road. Andy Gresh of WEEI in Boston on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Uh, I don't know if you saw it last night. Uh, fairly significant game. Cavs Celtics. Uh, Grant Williams misses two free throws uh, oh with a game tied. Point eight seconds left. The game goes to overtime. The Celtics lose. Uh, how are people in Boston feeling about Grant Williams today? You know what's really interesting is there's been a bigger discussion on Grant Williams at times because you're getting to the point to where you got to decide if you're going to pay him real money. And then what is he really worth? Because he's a great value right now. And look, if you talk it, you better walk it. That's really what it is, man. You're going to talk that junk. You better walk it in this city because there have been a lot of dudes way better than Grant Williams who have done it before. And this this continues the internal conflict, I think, for Celtic fans in terms of some of the pieces that are around Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, and Grant Williams is clearly one of them. But, yep, old Grant, you know, Joe Mazzulli yelled at him, don't make it about you last night. And, unfortunately, that's what Grant Williams does every once in a while. If you put the Cavaliers and the Celtics in in a seven-game series, do do you give the Cavs much of a chance? Uh, I do. Look, Donna, y'all are learning, and again, I know you have LeBron there, so it's not like people in Cleveland have been through it before, but you put an unbelievable player in there like a – I always keep wanting to call him Malcolm Mitchell, who was a Patriots wide receiver, which is so disrespectful. Uh, You know, you put Donovan Mitchell on a team, and he's completely changed that group. You You have to respect the Cavs now. Would the Cavs go in as an underdog? Probably and rightfully so. And I know they've had great regular season success, but we know how the odds makers will probably lean. But, yeah, the Cavs have the ability to uh, to give the Celtics a run for their money. And, you know, after about 20 games into this past season, I was like, look, the Cavs are somebody that we now have to level jump and kind of put on the radar. Because in Boston, it was very much worry about Giannis, worry about Milwaukee, I'm not worried about Philadelphia because I don't know if they can win. I'll tell you what, the, the Cavs are right behind the 76ers in the East, and I think Mitchell's somebody with a set of you-know-whats on him. Like, I'd, I'd rather have him than James Harden, and James Harden can score all day long and do all these great things and shoot split, you know, one-legged fadeaway three-pointers and look good doing it and all that stuff. That guy ain't a winner. It's not in his belly. I think with Donovan Mitchell, it's in his belly. And if you're a fan of another team, that's what you got to worry about. Is it somebody who really wants to win and knows how to get it done? Andy, the Celtics have now lost three straight. They're five and five in their last ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it kind of reminds me of how the Cavs would play when they had LeBron, and they they were just they just want to get to the NBA Finals and be done with it. Are the are the Celtics' struggles here recently about anything real, or is this just a team that is over the regular season? I think there's a. I think it's a combination of a couple of things, guys. Number one, some of those losses, you know, you you don't have your two best players in there. So, like you said, you've been there with LeBron, trying to manage to get to the end of the regular season. Uh, number two, 
if you take a piece or two off of this roster, there is kind of like a, a bit of an effect with this group where if Robert Williams can't play, yes, you have other bigs, but you really take the rim protector out and then you got to score more. But if he's in there, you can kind of slow it down, be a little grittier, be a little uglier. You got a guy in Tatum who's your best player who can also rebound as well. So they, they can play different styles. And I think people are starting to get on Joe Missoula a little bit because it's easy to pick at the coach who doesn't call the timeout at the end of the game. I don't have a massive problem with it because I think during the regular season, you need to put people in different situations so you can coach in the postseason. Whereas up here, it's the, oh, I don't know what lineup I'm going to get every night. Am I going to get the superstars? Am I, is the coach going to call a timeout late in the game? People have been waiting to nitpick at the Celtics for a while, and now they're getting their opportunity. But to me, I think the coaching thing sorts itself out once you get to the postseason because Joe Mazzulla has put people in different situations so he knows how to manage the game. Andy, uh, my partner is known for his uh, airplane grievances. I know oh. you've been on some. Oh, yeah. oh, he's got a list. He's got lists. Uh, oh, I know. Oh, I see them. Believe me. Yeah. <laughs> so if you follow on Twitter, you know that they're there. Animals that get up too early the in the aisle. Animals. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Feels feels like the number one. Uh, feels like the number one gripe. Well, I'm I'm asking you because I know you just had some airplane uh, airplane hellish experiences. Uh, yep. What do you get most annoyed about when flying? Oh, just other people. That, and I know that that's supposed no, to that's the a right answer. answer. No, that's a great I answer. I was supposed to give you a way better answer than that, but just other people, the, dude. The moment somebody, Gresh, the moment, the moment these people, these these human beings step inside an airport, they just feel a need to become an animal, and nothing uh, matters. Oh, like the people, they'll be the because you know you're you're guaranteed to get one person who's bringing something on the plane to eat. It's probably going to half stink it up. Oh, I've seen your other one, too. Those who take their shoes off. Oh, the shoes off. Come on. Oh, and if you take your shoes off and you have no socks on, God help you. And God help everyone on the plane. There might be. You know what? Here's what's crazy. People have gotten so bad that a crying baby on a plane is manageable now. But you might sit next to, uh, you know, Dick Disgustington and want to throw up all over yourself because (laughs) – you're beside a completely rancid, putrid human being. Gresh, what seat do we choose as a large person? Here's why you don't go exit row, because you can't recline. And after a while, it's tough. You, you got to go either Wait one a second. You recline and- on a plane? Uh, oh, God. You, oh, you, are, you know bit. what? You know, we're not friends anymore. We're done. Oh, you, You're breaking to- the rules. Uh, come on now. Somebody's Breaking the rules. It's 5'11". You can't complain about someone putting their, <laughs> putting their seat back. You can't recline. <laughs> Man, I mean, Gresh, we're, we're going to have to spar. Nope. I, I slide down to put my knees up against the seat, so when they think they can't do it, then they stop doing it, and then I sit <laughs> back up, and I got my I got my leg room. That's nefarious, I know, but listen, I'm I'm defending my space. You probably put two bags above your seat, too. No, you know what? That's another thing too. People bring on these carry-on bags. They got a box. You got, you, when, you, when you you, there's in. room for one bag. That's it. That's it. It's not hard. Something under your seat, and yeah. then one bag up top that's appropriate. Instead, okay. you got uh, one guy who's trying to be like, "This is my personal item." What do you got in there? Dead body? Like, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> 
Gresh, great stuff, man. Really appreciate your time, and uh, maybe we'll we will talk once uh, the playoffs come. Guys, as always, and uh, it'll be much more fun talking Celtics Cavs than it will be uh, Patriots Browns. So let's enjoy it, friends. Anytime. Thanks, Thank you, buddy. Guys. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.